Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. You can find us at avgnflpod.com. Go there, click on the buttons. You can go check us out on Spotify and Apple by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast. You can go also find us just about anywhere else you can get a podcast. Uh, we hey, we picked up a uh, we picked up a follower on our X at AVG NFL Pod. Yeah, um, nice. Thanks, uh, Josh. Thanks. Um, we call him Say When because that is his uh, sl- part of his sleeper name. But I'm pretty sure that's the follower. That's the only Josh. I know that follows us. So he actually follows our TikTok as well, even though it's just my big dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> just your big dumbass. Also at AVG NFL Pod, um, and uh, so yeah, go give us a like, follow, subscribe. Helps get this thing going. We're on the socials. We're all over the place. We we're out there. We, we're we're out there doing stuff. So everywhere we can be. And uh, I got a question for you before we dive into this. It's, it's about uh, fantasy ethics. Uh, or um so anyway all right now, now this is strictly redraft and this is redraft this is a redraft type league with no punishments or anything like that this is just a redraft once you lose you're out once you don't make the playoffs there's nothing to play for type deal yeah how do you feel generally if there's no written rule in regards to it how do you feel generally about players who are playing for nothing still picking up waivers mm. I mean, so if I'm playing for nothing, I'm I typically sit it out. Me personally, I do too. I sit it out. I mean, because it's I always have. Now, yeah, I mean, I if I'm involved, yeah, no, I I don't I, I don't mess with it. Right. I don't I don't go out there and go grab. Now look, there's leagues that we're both in that have punishments and yeah. things of that nature, and you got to hold up to yeah. not be the last last. Yes. So and dynasty, obviously, you, it doesn't matter because you're always yeah. trying to build a team, so you go get what you get. Yep. Um, but you know, in this situation, the reason I bring it up, I was in, I'm in we're in that uh, that that vampire league where I beat uh, I beat the guy, I knocked out the number one seed. Yeah, yeah. yeah as the yeah. eighth seed, moved in. Our playoffs started last week. Now, this is a super flex team, and and the way this works, a lot of vampire leagues will do this. They'll add as the season goes, they'll add extra spots. Yeah. So after a week, like, blah, 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 you'll get an extra bench or you'll get an extra whatever. But we added a super flex in this league late in the season. Mm-hmm. And I didn't properly prepare for it. And by the time the super flex was added, I didn't have another quarterback. So I've been riding dirty in my super flex with no QB and just one starter pretty much the, the last half of the season. It hasn't really hurt me too much. But, I mean, obviously I got in the playoffs. But – you know, as injuries happened, other quarterbacks have come available. So, as he should have done in the first round of the playoffs, he blocked me from getting some quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And, and which, hey, look, if you're playing somebody, go out there and take what they need. Do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, do that. Do what you got to do to win. Exactly. Um, and so I ran with Tyler Kraft or Tucker Kraft in my uh, my flex, and I in in I knocked him out. Um, now I have twenty five dollars fab. That's all I had left. He had a lot more fab. So this week, I put in bids. I bid $25 on Nick Mullins. I bid $25 on Easton Stick. Um, 
And this guy put in bids of $26 on both of these oh, quarterbacks. Just over your... Yeah, $1 over. Just $1 over my bid. The only team that was riding dirty in the, with no QB. Now, he knew that I was riding dirty with no QB because he just played me. Yeah. And he just blocked me the previous week. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> and, uh, he knew what was going on. He knew on. what was going on. And, and so, I, uh, look, I get it. I, I mean, look, there's no written rule. So, I'm not out here trying to say there's any sort of whatever. I'm just like... I, was, I got it this morning and looked at waivers. I still ended up getting Easton Stick because of his his uh, rosters was over and he couldn't get both the quarterbacks. But it, and here's the other side: he didn't need them. Yeah, he has four other starters that are way better than either one of those. Exactly. So he wasn't getting them to play them. So I, I I said something jokingly, and he tried to he tried to play it off like he didn't realize that I was needing quarterbacks, and he's just playing. Yeah, he's just he just plays all the way to the end, yeah. blah blah blah. And I and I just I let I, I let it lie because yeah. I'm not gonna argue about it. It's not something I'm gonna. But you know, it just it, it, it it's one of those things where I'm just like, what. What's the, you know, and look, if he's a little salty because I knocked him out, okay, I get it. I understand. Then just yeah. say it. Hey, look, if he'd come back and said, dude, you knocked me out of the playoffs, yeah, yeah. I'm still salty. I'm, I'm taking I what I can. That. I can take what I, I can. I respect yeah. that. You know, I'd be yep. like, okay, well, all right, no, I see how it is. But uh, no, I just, it's what, you know, every time, if I'm in a redraft, like in our home league, um, I'm not, like, we have people who play for the punishment championship week. Mm hmm. If the, those two should still be making waiver claims all throughout the playoffs. They yeah. should be getting their teams together so they don't have to deal with the punishment, even though they're not playing games. And then, of course, you have all of you guys that made the playoffs, and there's some of us right there in the middle. So you got six, you got seven playoff, and you got two at the bottom, so that's nine. There's a, It's a 14-man league. Five so there's five of us in the middle that have nothing to play for. Just in limbo. that Nothing and, even matters. Yeah, and, and, matter. and we made it a rule, or I made it a rule, that says if you aren't playing for anything, do not – do not take yeah, anything off waivers. You can't mess with right. the waivers. Right. Now, if, look, after the waivers run, you want to do something, if you want to keep playing, that's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I made that rule in another another redraft that I, uh, I'm i the commissioner of where, look, if you're not playing for anything, there's no reason for you to go pick up stuff off, off the waivers. Yeah, exactly. But if it's a rule, then that's one thing. But if it's not, I just I, – I, but I've never been the type – like once I'm out, it's like I'm not going to – I'm not going to run first waivers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just – I, I found it interesting that uh, that I woke up, so I'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna have to keep playing these waivers as though I've got somebody out there that's trying to stop me, <laughs> trying to steal them yeah. from me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, well, uh, from there, let's roll into some news. uh Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. So, look, there's a ton of people that are questionable. There's a ton of people that are limited. Um, I'm just going to hit on a few that we need to be concerned about. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams both are, are, are did not practice today, and there is a chance because it is a Thursday night game that they one or both of them do not play. So you need to monitor that. Tutu Atwell did not practice today. Um, it's not it's not looking good for him to play either. Um, so you need to monitor that. Um, I think it's Dontavian Wicks. Yes, but uh, Dante and Wicks with Green Bay also did not practice. Chris Godwin did not practice today. Uh, Tyreek, that one is scary. Yeah. Um, now he came back in the game after he hurt his knee and and stuff, but that doesn't mean we talked about this uh, yesterday. That doesn't mean he's not going to play and or he is going to play. Uh, so just got to keep keep monitoring that. But on top of that, Achan and Mostert both did not practice. Now, I think Mostert was listed as a veteran day, even though he's dealing with some stuff. So I'm not too concerned with that. But uh, Achan's dealing with, I think, a, t a toe. 
So, you know, hopefully that's nothing major. Also, A.J. Dillon did not practice today. And then some limiteds that you really need to monitor. Jaden Reed was limited. Um, look, if Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, and um, Watson don't yeah, play. Yeah, Watson don't play. Romeo Dobbs is going to be a smash he's, this week. He's going to be the only person he has to throw. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, and I'd, Kraft. I'd lean towards Kraft, yeah. you know, too, as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, but there's that other uh, – uh, uh, I, I, I know up Tuve, Toure or Tuve or Toure. Yeah. Oh, Samaj, uh, Samor Tor. Yes. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's spelled T-O-U-R-V-E, I yeah. believe. He was uh, he was pretty involved. There's Malik Heath, week. too. And which Malik is a Heath, who, also, he who was involved. He, the, so, those night, are somebody so. need to monitor. Yeah. And maybe roster, especially if you got some of these other guys that are missing. Zay Jones was uh, limited as well. Uh, Travis Etienne limited. Justin Jefferson came out and said that he's playing. Him, him, he himself said that. Uh, but he was also limited today, so I need to keep an eye on that. Demario Douglas, this will be his third week dealing with his concussion, but he was out there in a limited fashion. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's still dealing with what he's doing, but at least he was limited today. But he was limited all last week, too. Jamar Chase was limited uh, as well. So th- those are guys you need to keep an eye on. The big news that just came out before we got on is Keenan Allen is already marked as out. Yeah. In some ways, that's good that they mark him out now, so you don't have to worry about it and stress. Yeah, because it's tomorrow. The game they play tomorrow. Yeah, it's so, a Thursday yeah. night game. So, um, you know, but that's that's a uh, that's going to hurt. You go into it knowing that you can go look for something. Got yeah. a little time to kind of. Yeah, maybe maybe Josh Palmer's out there or um, uh, Guyton. If you can go get one yeah. of those guys and try to to cover your basis on that. Uh, Aiden O'Connell uh, may not be the starter. You got Jimmy G and Brian Hoyer. So uh, the coach of the Raiders came out and said he's not ready to name a starter. I feel it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, yeah, I, I, I know. I, 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 and it could be one of those that Aiden O'Connell starts and then Jimmy and then comes Jimmy in. Jimmy comes in later. Yeah, so I, I think I, they're look, still going to ride with O'Connell look, to start. If, if you're in a, in a if, look, first of all, if you're in a single quarterback and you're riding Aiden O'Connell, congratulations on the rest of your roster. Oh, and congratulations yeah. on not being in the playoffs more. No, than no, no. I'm <laughs> saying if you made it to the oh, playoffs with playoffs. Aiden O'Connell at the helm, yeah, no. congratulations on having every top guy else in your roster. Hey, I I did play him in a superplex last week. Yeah, but if I you're riding it, with him in a superplex, I, I would yeah. try to pivot to somebody else because there's a there is a very good. That he's gonna miss. If he starts, he gets benched. It's similar to what happened with Josh Dobbs this last week. Yeah, he had a uh, he had a very very shitty game this yeah. last week. But I mean, but I'm willing to in a superflex. I'm willing to throw Jimmy G out there if they announce that he's a starter. Yeah, oh yeah. If you know going into the game he's going to start, um, and I think that's an upgrade for if Devontae Adams plays, and it could be an up- upgrade for that offense because while Jimmy G is not going to be slinging at 30, 40 yards downfield, he is a veteran quarterback that knows how to get rid of the ball quickly and, and move the ball downfield. Yeah. So um, he has that veteran savvy. Uh, Taysom Hill back at practice today, um, so that's good news. Also, Pacheco is still not practicing. He's dealing with what he, uh, he's still dealing with his, uh, I think it's a calf issue. Uh, there's reports that uh, Jonathan Taylor might make it back this season. I don't know if that's going to affect fantasy. Um, they are fighting for the playoffs still. Um, they did yeah. not put Jonathan Taylor on the IR. He has had the surgery, so it could be one of those. I don't think he's going to play this week, obviously, but I think maybe next week, if you make it through this week, if you're on, a, if you're a team that's got to buy and you got Jonathan Taylor, or if you make it through this week and you got Jonathan Taylor, you might get lucky and get him back next week, it, yeah. or even into the championship week too. Yeah. So, in the uh, next couple of weeks or something. Yeah. So that that could work out good. So I don't know. Is there anybody else? Uh, any other news uh, injuries that I that I kind of glossed over? I know you had mentioned a couple. Uh, Najee Harris is back. 
Yeah, uh, Najee's back full, full practice. practice. Nico Collins is questionable. Only reason I say it's because he left the game with the injury. Right. So, DJ Moore. Yeah, know, Alexander to, Madison's also dealing with Madison. this. I don't expect Madison to play. Uh, Ty Chandler would be uh, somebody you need to get on your roster quickly. Uh, um, Ty, Ty Chandler could end up being yeah, – look, we're so somebody's going to carry some teams that we don't even know yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's going to be some people showing up yeah. that you're like, what, who? Not, yeah, not, and what? Ty Chandler could be a league winner and you don't even know it yet. I'm not saying he is. Don't get me I'm – yeah. I'm not projecting that. I'm just – Saying that's the type of shit that happens this time of year. And I mean, so Brian Robinson, Samir White, yeah, Brian Robinson still mispracticed again again this week. So, or right, this time he you know missed last week. So or yeah. they had a bye last week, and right. he's still coming back. Yeah, not coming back, looking good to play this week. So I mean, Antonio Gibson might. You know, yeah, be, I mean, uh, he'd be, definitely be a good play. It, it's a match this week against yeah. the Rams that I think that Gibson would probably be the the better pick. Anyways, it's going to be a high pass game. Yeah, you know, so and but, uh, that's like Jarek McKinnon with the Chiefs. I think is the better play over Ceh. Yeah, um, just which I showed it, this last week. So. Yeah, and, and McKinnon's also it'll be his second week back from an injury. So um, and if, he, if just Pacheco, all, he just knows that he just knows that offense. Yeah. I mean, he just he's a more explosive player, I think, than Ceh. is just a plotter. Yeah, he's just he's there's nothing explosive when I see CEH play football. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, it's a bunch of nobodies. I mean, it's – I don't know who's – if Nico doesn't go and take Dells out, I mean, yeah. definitely watch for Robert Bobby Trees, you know. Robert yeah, Bobby Woods, Trees, uh, Noah Brown. Which he's still questionable, too. He's been yeah. limited with the knee thing or whatever. But um, Also, they're also – Dalton Schultz is still dealing with what he's dealing, so Brevin Jordan can Brevin still be Jordan on the table as well. Be, yeah. So yeah, there's, hey, look, CJ Stroud still concussion. Yeah, CJ also. Right yeah, I'm so. sorry. Yeah, CJ. I went and picked up Davis Mills today, and I I, for, I forgot to mention CJ Stroud. So he's in concussion protocol. Um, but it used to at the beginning of the season you didn't come back if you were out, and now they're getting back. I, I feel like the NFL came in and said, "Hey, we can't. Everybody gets concussion. Can't miss a week." Yeah, and or so, or they, as long as they can come close to or pass. You, yeah, because I mean, you know they they were probably real, real stringent on you know, hey, you know, we don't want them getting back and risking yeah. injury with what we dealt with last year, right? With Tua and yeah, you know that kind of stuff. They're really minding their p's. I and think q's. they should mind their p's and q's, but it seems like here lately they've been rushing them back out there. So we'll see. Some of them come back. Some of them yeah. seem to take. Well, you like Demario Douglas yeah, too? Yeah. This is going on week three, so I don't know. the The brain's a weird thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the brain is the only organ that knows it exists. Did you know that? I don't know. Talk. Never mind. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get into that on a different podcast. Uh, anyway, all right. So uh, yeah, that's the news, and uh, so we're going to hit on some key games now. Let's, let's roll into it. What is up with this button? does what it do man it does do what it does (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're going to start off with the thursday night game the chargers at the raiders both teams are five and eight both teams are still on that fringe playoff hunt Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell right now are the starters. Man, high, <laughs> high pass <laughs> offense right yeah. here, man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say four interceptions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, there might be a pick six in this game. I, I think. Can I play the over on this? Where are we at? Like, uh, so uh, like we talked about with the Raiders, we still don't know for sure who the quarterback's going to be, uh, and so you need to monitor that. I'm definitely not looking to play either one of them. Uh, Austin Eckler, hey, he looked good last week. He, he had a bit of a bounce back. So, I mean, you got him, you're playing him, and you're just hoping that he gets a little bit of rejuvenation. Josh Jacobs is still up in the air with his status, but if he doesn't play, I really don't want to play either one of Abdullah or Zamir White. I mean, how are you feel? I mean, if you're in a pinch and you got to play somebody, yeah, if you had Josh Jacobs, you can't get nobody. 
Um, if you had to pick one, though, who would you play if you were going to throw one? White. Just for the off chance that they get anywhere near the red zone, Zamir's going to get the touches. Amir Abdul is more the pass catching back, that third down, you know, maybe yeah. third and short, you know. He just does. He doesn't look as explosive as Zamir White has in the past a right. couple times. Zamir White can break a ten yard run. Abdul is going to catch it three yards out and go down. I mean, right. that's just what. I, yeah, it could be one of those situations like we run to in the in the past with some of these other teams where, like uh, Abdul's got his job. His job is that four that two minute offense, that third down yeah. guy. And if the starter goes out, then the guy that's behind abdullah immediately jumps to the quote starter that he'll be the kind of the, the first the, the bell cow the first second yeah. down kind of guy so. and especially if, if you know jimmy g comes back out i think this will help a lot because you know jimmy's like the short dump off throw, but i mean he's he needs that that yeah. running back threat you know what yeah. i mean that that back threat so they could try to push him vegas know. is a bit of a uh a plus matchup for receivers and quarterbacks but when you got easton stick slinging it we don't really don't know what he is so I mean, I guess if you're in a pinch, you can throw Josh Palmer out there. Quentin Johnson actually had a decent week with Easton Stick coming in the game. I mean, he still only caught three passes, but it was for 91 yards. It was some big yardage. And so he he's had two weeks in a row of double-digit fantasy points. So, I mean, those are the only two. Maybe, maybe Guyton in a super, super pinch. But I really think that Palmer and Quentin Johnson are the only two receivers on the San Diego – or San Diego. Oh, my God. The Charger side. Used to be San Diego, yeah. but yeah. yeah. The Charger, I dated myself a little bit there. The Charger <laughs> side of the ball that I'd be willing to throw out there, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, and then on the other side, obviously I'm throwing Devontae Adams. I'm willing to play Jacoby Myers. And Hunter Renfro seems to be getting more involved here later in the season. Um, he's last three games, five targets, four targets, five targets. Um, and, uh, I mean, he hasn't been dominating or anything. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's definitely more involved with the offense. Before um, before week 11, he'd only had one week or two weeks he had four targets and never five. So his snap percentages went from about 20% or so to now he's around 50. So, um, you know, I, I would – I would say, like, these are desperation plays. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're in the playoffs. If you're still looking for these desperation plays, you know, you're probably in a bad place unless you're just in really deep leagues with, like, double, maybe even triple flex type deals. Yeah. Or a lot of this news with potential injury now. I mean, Devontae Adams maybe you know, the Keenan yeah. Allen's out. You know, you're, yeah. you're going to be scrambling trying to find somebody to put in because something's better than nothing. Yes. I mean, as it boils down. We thought Michael Mayer was beginning to emerge a few games ago where he was getting some targets and starting to get utilized, and then he just kind of faded back into obscurity. So I don't want to touch him at all. Gerald Everett, I, I mean, yeah, if, you, if, if, if you've been playing him, you, you still got to ride with him. I mean, uh, he's, he's had five targets and then eight targets last week. So, uh, you know, I don't know with Easton Stick what it's going to be. Yeah, but, what that's going to amount to. But, uh, yeah, I mean – the tight end landscape is already so desolate that you probably got to play him if you got him anyway. Yeah, right. All right, so we'll move from there to uh, let's uh, let's hit this Vikings at the Bengals. Both teams are seven and six. Both teams are firmly fighting for playoff spots. Both teams are riding dirty with backup QBs. Nick mm-hmm. Mullins getting the start this week over Josh Dobbs and uh, Jake Browning, who's been doing. The last few games, when they've allowed him to actually play, like open up, he's been the quarterback for two weeks in a row. That's nice. Yeah. For your backup to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, 
you know, I feel pretty good about what's going on with Browning. I think he's got a good grasp of this offense, and he's using his star players. Nick Mullins, we don't really know what Nick Mullins is yet with this team. He came in last week, but he only played 26% of the snaps. But he did go 9 for 13 for 83 yards. So, you know, he, he was he was fairly efficient. Didn't throw a touchdown, but he, he was, you know, fairly accurate. When he's played in the past, he hasn't looked like duty buns. Yeah, no, he's not like garbage. Yeah. But, I mean, he's also not a great – fantasy quarterback yeah yeah i don't think he's ever really been a good fantasy quarterback he's been more of a game managing kind of get him down the field and so what we're hoping for out of mullins like browning is somebody i would actually play in a pinch even in the same quarterback league um uh, mullins is not somebody i'll be now in that super flex i talked about previous if i got if i had mullins i'd play him over easton stick but i'm riding with easton stick right now that's and that's that's (laughs) the situation you'd have to be in in my opinion i mean you if you had herbert in your superplex and yeah. got this far, and all of a sudden, yeah, you got to make a choice. Yeah. I take Mullins over Stick because I, uh, but I, I mean, if I can get Flacco, I'm going to ride with Flacco. Oh, that's 100 yeah. percent yes. Definitely. Um, if I can get Jake Browning, I'm riding with Jake Browning. But yes. I would take Mullins over Stick. I would, I would take Mullins over O'Connell. I think Mullins has got a better offense than yeah. Than I would take Mullins Sticks over uh, Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Alexander Madison, if he plays, I mean. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of a every week with him. It's a, it's a I'm going to sit him next week, but then you got to play him and yeah, get yeah, eight yeah. points. You know, because uh, regardless of everything else, um, I mean, he's not playing a ton of the percentages, but he's getting enough work to be viable. Yeah, I mean, he's not dominating by any stretch of the imagination. He uh, he finished RB ten in week nine, but since then he hasn't finished better than RB thirty two. So it's it's not been good. For those of you who went and traded to get him, as I did, but um, hey, I, I will say in a dynasty that you also moved him early in the season for like a first round pick. Yeah, I got him. So yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's that's all you got to say. You, you got to take wins and losses <laughs> yeah. with it. I mean, it's yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and Ty Chandler had twelve rushes last week. He didn't do much with him. Average just under three yards, but he did did get three passes. He was okay. So, I mean, in a pinch, yeah. Joe Mixon, that's who you want out there. Chase Brown, <clears throat> hey, I'd play Chase Brown probably. I might play Chase Brown over both Madison this, and uh, uh, Ty Chandler. This it, even pretty if, explosive, Whoever man. the starter is, I would play. I might play him over the starter of Minnesota. Over whoever Minnesota is. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You look last week, he only got eight carries. They were for 25 yards, but he had three catches for 80 and a ton. I think if they come out and say that Madison plays – then I'll play him over both of them. But if they come out and say that Madison's not going to play, that Ty's going to be the only you, when guy When you say there, both of them, you mean over Chandler and Brown? Well, yeah, what I'm saying. Not like over if, Mixon. I would say if Madison is going to play, then I would take Chase Brown over Madison oh, or I got you. I got you. Got Ty you. Chandler. Got you. Got you. But if they say Madison's not playing, then I'd probably take Ty over Chase Brown because really? Chase is definitely going to split – and he's going to have to have a breakaway uh, so to get you're it. Saying you, Ty Chandler is going to get the He's going to get the ball. And he's the only one in the pass work there. So even if they do take that away from him, he, does, he will do a little something with it. Oh, yeah. I, I, so, I, I mean, respect that. That would be me just uh, – it's a safer me, floor yeah, I was about to with say, a closer to me, ceiling, but not that same height. To me, I think I think Chase Brown is more of a ceiling play Yeah. Um, just because he can take it to the house anywhere on the field. I don't know if Chandler can do that. He does seem kind of fast, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Look, if you're in that position, it's <laughs> – you're, Yeah, you're, you're – you're, 
grasping straws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, again, obviously playing Mixon. If Justin Jefferson plays, yes, he's out there. I don't. I don't care. I don't, if they say if he chops off half his leg, mowing grass this week, and then they're like, well, he's going to play, but he's only playing with half a leg. I'm like, fine. Yeah, that'll be I'm all right. So, so he'll be better than the other receivers on the team <laughs> yeah, still. So. Yeah, he'll still he'll still be. So able you're to- telling me that they're going to put a worse quarterback out there <laughs> and take his leg away from him? And he's still going to finish wide receiver one? Yeah, yeah probably. It's, that's exactly what's going <laughs> yeah. to work out to be. Uh, Addison, um, it, it hasn't been great lately. He had Mm-mm. 10 targets two weeks ago. He had six targets, seven, but he only had three last week. So I I, I would be trying to, to avoid him. I'm not looking to play any other wide receivers from Minnesota. Jamar Chase, absolutely. Um, he's going to ride. We're going to do what we do. Um T. Higgins. Talk to me about T. Higgins. T. Higgins, since he's come back from his injury, has been wide receiver 47, wide receiver 38. 38 yeah. um, this is in full PPR that I'm looking at. Uh, he hasn't done anything, but we, we know from the past that T. Higgins is one of those guys that he could just – he's kind of like the Jalen Waddle. Is that, all these guys that are that are, that are 1B-type receivers, it's like they're for they can go – Eight points, seven points, three points, twenty-eight points. Yeah, you know. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm just wondering if is this is possibly one of those weeks, and if you got him, are you playing him? Well, he he's his yardage showed last week. He got a lot better, bigger yard, and Chase wasn't nearly targeted as much last week, right? As the previous week. But I mean, they're playing against Minnesota. I think this is going to be a big week for T. Higgins. Um, they're they're just increasingly getting him getting him out there, and I mean he's out there a lot, but they use him. He's such a big body as a just, he is, a, just not like a uh, decoy and or yeah. blocking too. Two weeks he's ago, really he'd have had a touchdown had uh, had uh, Browning looked his way. Yeah, exactly. He was wide he was open, wide open right there yeah. in the front. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if you know, especially if you're in a, if you're in a matchup, I will say I'll put it to you like this: if you're in a matchup where you're projected to just dominate. Then maybe I if you got Higgins and you got a safer play, a safer floor play, yeah, something that's just gonna, yeah, yeah. This, you know, it's not gonna goose you. Then maybe I play that guy. But yeah. if I'm in, if I'm the, if I'm on the other side of that matchup, if I'm a team that's that's like a 40 percent chance of winning type deal, maybe I throw T Higgins and hope for that upside. Hope for that, you yeah, need that a big, twenty-five point week. You know, you need a big baller play. You know, I can I can try to play. Um, I don't know. I can go with Curtis Samuel, who's going to get eight targets for. 42 yards and might get a touchdown yeah you know i or, maybe gets me 12 points maybe gets me 10 points he's fairly solid or i can go for t higgins who's got a chance to get me 30 yeah you know and so i, I you know well, i mean you got to think too higgins went through a, a, a injury and missed yeah. three weeks and didn't really practice and browning came in in that time right so he's just getting yeah this is the, going into week three of being mixed in with a backup right quarterback and you know getting that I mean, yeah, three and four targets the last two weeks, and what he's done with it is – Well, know, he's going to be a free agent this offseason, too, and he's wanting to get paid. So, I'm sure he's like, get me the ball. Let me get something on Something's tape. Something's got to happen. You know, yeah. if you go back to his week two, week two, he – I mean, obviously this is with Burrow. Burrow yeah. But this is with what shitty, shitty Burrow. Burrow too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he had 12 targets, eight receptions. He scored in a full PPR 28.9 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. You know, um, on the back of two tuds that week. Yeah, too. in week nine versus Buffalo, he put up 19 fantasy points. So that's the kind of week you can potentially you can get league winning types points out of T Higgins. It just it's one of those things that doesn't happen all the time. But if you like I said, if you were looking for upside, that's your dude. Uh, Hawkinson absolutely is in the lineup. Yep. There's no question there. 
Um, Tanner Hudson, yeah, I would play him. If but here's the question: Would you play Gerald Everett, like we talked about a second ago, or would you play Tanner, Tanner Hudson? Hudson? I think Tanner Hudson has. Uh, he, he's not necessarily getting hyper targeted, but he gets valuable targets. He does, and he does. He does more with them, and plus, he's on a, a better offense altogether, right? You know, in general, so he's more likely to get higher yardage. You know, with yeah, when he's get, yeah. When he's got I would definitely say even with um, Browning at, at the helm, yeah, better quarterback, yeah. even better than what you're yes. going to get out of Easton Stick. So I mean, yeah, I as much as I feel Gerald Everett's probably going to have ten targets this next game with Easton Stick out there, I think three of them are going to be catchable. Yeah, you know what I mean, kind of situation. So, all right, uh, next game on uh, that I want to talk about. Oh, by the way, those are Saturday games. I forgot. We're having Saturday games. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. both of those games That's we just thing. talked about are on Saturday. Oh, no, the Chargers-Raiders game oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is Thursday. Sorry, yeah, Thursday. Steelers-Colts play Saturday, Saturday. as well. Yes. As and so then 4.30 Saturday, the next game is we're going to talk about is the Steelers 7-6 and six at the Colts 7-6. and six. This is a 4.30 on Saturday. Again, these, ga- these guys are all fighting – for playoff spots, uh, th- th- that's two more backup quarterbacks too. Yep, and I, I was mean... going to say we got two more backup quarterbacks going. You got the biscuit Mitchell Trubisky going against Garner Minshew, uh, the Jorts King, and uh, you know, um, I, I would I'd be willing to throw the uh, Minshew out there. I'm really not looking to play the biscuit, even though last week he was he was okay for fantasy. Um, I just he is too volatile for me. It, it, you know, I, again, we're talking single quarterbacks. I swear I thought I swear I saw him throw two picks this last game, and I mean they've only got one. I I don't know why I had it in my head. I was thinking there were maybe you talking about, you talking about Trubisky. Yeah, for some reason I was thinking there was two picks. Maybe one. I got may be wrong. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. I think I think one pick he threw. There was a there was some sort of penalty. I think like yeah. a, an offsides where he just slung Something it down. Just... Yeah, he slung it downfield. I maybe misremembered. There was a game I watched. There was an offsides flag was thrown and the quarterback slung it into like double coverage and the safety intercepted. Safety intercepted. It just seems like to me like I was thinking I was like oh well because I thought there were two times when my heart skipped thinking <laughs> that he was going to throw, throw a pick, a pick six, six and he, he still hasn't. No, done he it yet, ha- so. but his one pick I do remember. The, the, was like close. He he the the yeah. defender had one guy to beat and <laughs> it, and he didn't beat him. Yeah, he it was close. Yeah, yeah. no, I know yeah, that it's, was. It's so weird that we're so invested in <laughs> Mitchell. Tr- I, the man, biscuits, I tell you, I'm like, put the Steelers six. game on. Yes. I don't care what else is going on. We need to make sure the biscuit ain't throwing pick sixes. One thing we know is he's going to give them opportunities. <laughs> uh, he likes keeping us on on, on the yeah. edge of our seat, man. Yeah. Uh, the real question is, if you had to pick one, who are you playing, Najee Harris or Jalen Warren? Since Matt Canada's been gone, it seems like Najee has been more of the focus of the running game, and Jalen Warren has, be, has assumed a more truer backup role. He's still being utilized, but it seems like they've been making a more concerted effort to get Najee the ball more and and use Warren, again, as more of as a backup instead of before it was – I would say that even though Najee would start, Warren would get more of the explosive usage, if that makes any fucking sense. I don't yeah. know. And so I, if you had to pick one, I know you got them both, and you've been riding with them both in a couple or at least one league, but if you only could play one, which one would you play? Jalen Warren. I, I'll tell you, so since the beginning of the season, they have scored almost identical every week except three, and two of those three weeks, Warren outscored Najee. So I mean the 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 field like it's been within a point or two right of every single week like Najee will get eight Jalen will get nine point two uh, Najee will get thirteen Jalen will get fourteen point one like, almost three weeks ago 
three weeks ago is when uh, Najee had the touchdown and had like 15 yeah. points and and Jalen Warren I think that right. week he had like seven yeah so I mean but if you but he if had you look, 6.2 it's, it's it's almost identical but yeah no I see what you're saying outside of that Warren's Warren's the he's going to get you what Najee gets or better that, that's that's my only thing so. well and I'll say this too to support your argument I don't think Najee is a back that can score anywhere on the field yeah I think Warren can score anywhere on the anywhere field. he can just he take can it to take the, it the house, house out of nowhere yeah. And so I think for that again, that's more of an upside. But you also have a fairly solid floor with Warren, yeah. Too. So I, you know, I, I I get that. If you're playing, you're and you're screaming for upside. Warren is the guy you want to throw in. Uh, Zach Moss on the other side of the ball. We were hoping that he was going to dominate when he got the uh, the the ball the back. I mean, again. the usage is there. The two weeks that Jonathan Taylor's been gone, he's had ninety four and eighty four percent of the snaps. He's had nineteen carries, thirteen carries. Three targets, eight targets. So, uh, I mean, but the crazy thing is, is last week in a full PPR, he only scored 9.6 fantasy points off of 13 carries and eight targets because he only caught four of those balls for 28 yards. So, again, yeah, if you got Zach, I'm playing him. I would play Zach over um, – would you play Zach Moss or or Jalen Warren in this so- matchup? So Moss against the Steelers. You got one guy that's going to get you roughly twenty plus opportunities guaranteed. But and Zach Moss. It's against the Steelers. Against who the Steelers. They're, who they're, I mean, Alex Highsmith's still out there. I mean, they still got some. some oh key yeah, guys Steelers. That are Steelers I are mean, no slouches on defense against the run and everything. Or do I take a shot on Najee running all over the Colts, or a, a yeah. Warren running all over the Colts? I'm, I'd probably, as much as I want to ride the volume play and go with Moss. The last two weeks have shown that I would rather take well, okay. the less plays with Warren than I would. Say you're heavily – so this would be, to me, I, if I'm just looking for a guy that's not going to goose me and, and screw me you over. You just want somebody Moss. comfortable, you play Moss, yeah. yeah. I, I I would go Warren over it. I mean, I still think Moss has plenty matchup. of upside. Oh, yeah, you he, know? he can – he's done it. He's put up yeah, 25, he, 30 the last time, Look, the last game he played before JT came back, he scored 33.5 points. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he can definitely put the points up. It's just weird that – he hasn't been able to figure that back out since Taylor's been back. I well, mean, yeah, I think also, I think, again, th- there's tape on him now. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, these defensive coordinators, they're they're in the they're in the film room all the time trying to figure out tendencies, trying to figure things out. So they figured out something on Moss possibly, a tendency that he has, something he does that they're able to shut down. So. Maybe he just needs 20 carries or more. Yeah. Because at 19, he got 11.50, and at 8, he got 10.80. Yeah. But at 23, he put up 42 points. Yeah, so, so they, they need to give him 20 carries. At 30 carries, he had 28 points. Yeah, so, you just, know, so that's what he either needs. Either way, he needs more than 20 carries. He needs to carry over 20 <laughs> times in a game to – uh, wide receivers, Deontay Johnson, yeah, I'm throwing him out there. Pickens, yeah. Uh, there's no others. I mean, no, I don't want to – no other Pittsburgh. Michael Pittman, he is money. Uh, you know, just the last the last three weeks after the bye, he is 13 targets, 16 targets, 11 targets. The week before, he had 12. It's, if you look at his targets almost every week, uh, I'll put it to you like this. This season, he's only had one, two, three – four games that he didn't get double-digit targets. Yeah. That's, so, uh, in a full PPR, yeah. Um, and he's a big enough body. He comes down with it. He's the – Oh, yeah. In a full PPR, he is the wide receiver 11 on the season. So, yeah, yeah. I, Michael Pittman, I am riding with him. Josh Downs, he has dipped a bit. Um, you know, going in – let's see. Week eight, he was wide receiver 30. Uh, since then, he hasn't been better than wide receiver 44. 
Mm-hmm. The week that he was wide receiver 44, he had 13 targets, only caught five of them. So I don't know. I'm a little scared to throw downs out there right now. I just don't know what's happened to change. Uh, his snap percentages haven't really changed tremendously. Well, he had an injury back. So the week nine, week 10, where he had yeah, where the, only 20%. and then went into the bye, that, that was that was injury he was dealing with. So, I mean, that kind of hurt him a little bit. He he came back, I mean, like you said, week 13 – or week 12, excuse me, he had 13 targets. But I think this is actually a, a good matchup for him um, because the Steelers are kind of known to sh- to double cover and shut down kind of that one guy. So – and Downs is – he is the two. So, I think yeah. he's going to get a lot more – a lot more. It's going to be another 13 target week, I think, this week. But I think he gets a little better out of it. I think he gets yeah. six or seven out of it instead of three or, or instead of five, excuse me. But. Um, I know Pierce has been the downfield guy the last couple weeks, but I really don't want to play him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Uh, Friar Muth, um, look, once once Matt Canada left, they were like, hey, we're going to throw the ball to the Muth. And they did. He caught nine for 120, and since then he's got three for 29, three for 18. He's still been targeted decently. Just They just haven't been quality. Now, they're Trubisky's, biscuit targets, they're, they're I guess. Biscuit targets. Just... So, I guess, I mean, if you had to play Friar Muth – uh, in this matchup, or G- Gerald Everett with uh, Easton Stick at QB, which one would you throw out there? Probably. Uh, is there a suicide option? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'd probably do Everett just because he's going to get. I think he's going to get like ten or twelve targets, and yeah. you know, the more opportunity, the more chances. I'm and actually point, the opposite, just because I think Fryermuth is at least going to get in red zone targets. Yeah, and I don't think Everett. He, he, but I think that it's one of those. I don't know if there's a right or a wrong so answer. Like, you I think they're with, both wrong answers. Yeah, exactly. You either get 12 targets and he catches five. Gerald Everett you know, gets uh, <laughs> two and a half points on receptions and some yardage. Or you go Fryermuth and his four targets, yeah. but two of them are in the red zone. <laughs> he catches or doesn't catch. You know, you don't know. But uh, The Broncos at the Lions. Oh, by the way, I'm not playing any of the Colts tight ends. Uh, yeah, no. Not, no. <laughs> Broncos at the Lions. The Broncos are seven and six. It was one of the the craziest turnarounds in NFL history. A team that was not only zero and five, but they looked dysfunctional as fuck. Doo doo. Yeah, Doo-doo yeah. Your coach talking shit about the previous coach. It just you, you you're dealing with crazy Russell at QB. It just was one of those things. It was like, what the fuck are they? Their defense just gave up seventy. Like, <laughs> yeah. They were absolutely a dumpster fire on top of a dumpster fire. And I'll give it to Sean Payton. I don't like his face, but uh, he has he has turned this ship around. Yes, he has he has he has stopped it from sinking. He has put out the fires, and since they went zero and five, they are seven and one to get them to seven and six and firmly fighting for playoffs. The Lions, who seem like they're on a different trend, are nine and four, but even though they've won one of their last three. Um, I think they may have only won one of the last four. But even so, it, th- their trend in the last four to five games has been trending down. Their offense has been trending down. Um, their passing game specifically. Golf has seems like he's reverted a bit back to the golf of old. And uh, they've been turning the ball over, making mental mistakes. Um, and so, I don't know, Dan Campbell better reel his team in. He better start putting some foots firmly in butt cracks and try to get them back on track because if not, you know, it could be one of those things where they go nine and four, they end, they end the season nine and eight and yeah. uh, miss the fucking playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I, I want – look, I, I like Dan Campbell. I low-key like Jared Goff. 
Uh, it would be something crazy if Jared Goff was able to get a ring, and, and it would just be kind of poetic in the sense of you know him and McVay split and they get rings in other places. Detroit, the lovable losers, get that town fired up for a minute. Dan Campbell gets to go out there and celebrate it, but they better write this ship. They better get get things back in order. Um, and so, either way, you got Russell Wilson against the Detroit defense, uh, who's been. Uh, a bit susceptible to the pass, and then uh, Jared Goff on the other side. I, look, <laughs> I'm benching Goff this week for Sam Howell. Oh, I wow. can tell you that yeah. against uh, against the Rams because just he's been killing me. It's, uh, this is in a super flex. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, you know, I got Sam Howell's been riding the bench. Goff's been kind of carrying me, but he has been he has been dipping. If you look at his last, what what just happened? Last I don't know weeks, what I how shooting, I just yeah. I just went to somehow I ended up in a leak. Oh wow! <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, oh, here QB we go. Sixteen QB eleven QB fourteen QB twenty five the last four weeks. Yeah, so. and so um, you know seventeen nineteen twenty and then eight fantasy points. So you know the seventeen nineteen twenty those no, those aren't going to kill you. Uh, but I just feel if you look if you even go back. As far as week seven, he, you know, he's QB 24, QB 20. Yeah. And then they came out of the bye against the Chargers. He bounced back a bit, but since then he's been kind of dipping again. Um, his interceptions, he threw inter- three interceptions, and then last week he threw two. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm pushing the panic button a little too hard with golf, but it just feels when you're watching the game, it just doesn't feel good. Well, this, you know? this doesn't show you fumbles either. There's been a ball security issue, I think. And in, in <laughs> your that mom's backfield. dealing with a ball. Security <laughs> issue. Well, that's been something she's dealt with all her life. So, but <laughs> it, like, it just seems to me like there's, there's been a lot of, um, insecurities in the lions the last few weeks as a whole, like their whole offense. I mean, and yes, golf is a big portion of this, but I mean, it, it's kind of it weird. Be a it's bit like, of them liking the smell of their own farts, man. Yeah, a little, a little, a little bit of hype. Horse. Yeah, yeah they're, they're up there on that center, and they, they're going to have to bring something back down, just kind of settle yeah. out or something. Well, they've been brought down. They they got clapped last. Yeah, last week was yeah. a that, last week should have definitely been a wake up call. Yeah. Hey, something's fucked up. We need to fix this shit right now. So they lost against. Uh, didn't they lose against Tampa? Two. So I don't. I don't, I don't know. I can't yeah, remember. Sometimes um, my brain does weird stuff, but I, I I'm I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm playing golf all I can this week. I think this really? is going to be a. I fucked up last week with shitty. I'm going to straighten things up. So and things are going to work out. Just this week. uh, you know, I got golf quite a few places. So, so would you play golf or Howell? Asking for a friend. I have Howell quite a few places too. I, love, I know. I love putting Howell out there no matter what because he's like he's. So a would gunslinger. you play golf or Howell? <laughs> Help so, a brother so out. I'm going to assume it's against me. So <laughs> it is not not against me. So how was playing? No, where were they, we're only playing each other in two leagues, and they're both single quarterback. Well, how? no, actually, no. One of them's a three quarterback. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> love league. that league. Yeah, that love league. That, that league. league is a weird league. I got a little revamping, but I think it's okay. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 it's, it's a good base. Fun. It's a good base. Listen, but. when I'm getting over 300 points, when I look at my thing and I got 360 points, you got a quarterback I, with 75 points. Yeah, 109. Yeah. One one week I had a quarterback with 109. Bro. Yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely um, need it. We we need to re- revisit the the point system. Who's Howell playing? I mean, I got Howell in. I didn't even look. I don't even care who he's playing personally. Uh, San, but. Uh, the Rams. Uh, yeah, I almost I, said St. Louis. I, I, I really dated myself <laughs> with that one. You got the wow. you got the San Diego, San Diego Chargers, Chargers playing the Los Angeles or the, the St. Louis the Rams. St. Louis Rams. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm probably, both. Hey, here's the stupid thing. They're both Los Angeles teams now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, 
honestly, I'd probably play Howell, but hinging completely on the fact that I feel that the Rams Washington game is going to be like a bit of a fifty shooter. points. Yeah. And, That's what I'm hoping. And I don't, the Lions game, I think they can get a lead, and Gibbs and uh, Montgomery kind of carry that, you know, carry the rest right. of the way out. So I mean, it, you got you got a lot higher of a ceiling with Sam Howell than you do with Jared Goff. I feel so. How are you feeling about playing Russell Wilson, the QB 14 on the season right now? He's uh, the last five weeks: QB 11, QB 18, QB 12, QB 11, QB 18. Um, he's kind of in the same boat as Goff, but without the downs. Yeah. Um. So he's uh. He's uh, put up almost yeah. 17 points, and it, you know he hasn't killed you, but no, he hasn't also put up them them 30 point weeks in a while either. So. I, t- I tell you, like, so I put Wilson as my starting QB in one of the leagues that I was kind of not. I'm not gonna say tanking, but I wasn't gonna win, so right. I wasn't like you know I wasn't putting Trevor Lawrence out there. I was putting. Russell Wilson, right? And I regretted the whole thing because <laughs> Wilson's done he's so been consistently, more consistent than, yeah, so consistently. He's actually kept me competitive, and I didn't want to be. So <laughs> it's weird. That's but, why I you should have traded him away. Bro. I, I know, I know, but <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's it's one of the those best way to tank is to just make your roster so shitty. It that doesn't it even win. matter. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's what it is. I mean, at this point, it's like I, I keep I keep him in because he's the worst option I have, and he ends up finishing better than most of my other quarterbacks. So <laughs> I don't know. I, All right, well, Trevor Lawrence this week again, or Russell Wilson? I'm Trevor Lawrence really? if I'm playing for real. Yeah, just because I mean he came out last week. I didn't think he was going to do good with the injury, and he still he threw a hell of a game dealing with the high ankle thing, yeah. and the ankle sprain and all. And I I I, I don't. I don't want to not write Trevor Lawrence and him not write back because he's he's on a tear right now. I think he's got something he wants to prove, and he's trying to show he's tough. He's trying to, to prove that he was worth that number one overall pick, and he's he's meant to be here. Yeah, and, and Wilson's already proven that once. Now he's proven. Now he's trying to prove that I can just nurse a team all the way to a playoff. <laughs> you know, like because he's not doing anything super spectacular. But, I mean, he's still very consistent. So. Well, Javante Williams seems like uh, they've been making a concerted effort. Before week 12, His the the most snap percentage he had was 63%. Since then, he had 70, 65, 60. Um, he hasn't dominated. But last week, he was the RB12 in a full PPR. He had you know 18 fantasy points. He had 17 carries. He got a touchdown. Also had four targets. Um, you know... I think this offense is is still figuring itself out. Yeah. And I think that they, now that they've got the passing game somewhat situated, I think the run game's become kind of more of a focus with them. And, and, and Javante Williams seems to be doing better. He could be one of those guys that we talked about where he just comes out of nowhere and becomes a league winner these next three weeks. The, the last few. You know, you could start... all of a sudden get those 30-point weeks out of Javante. So he's somebody I'm trying to get into a lineup for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just based off, the, he's getting all the work as you know the important work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I think if he gets hot in a game, those snap percentages are going to go up anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. I just think the only thing limiting him from getting into that eighty percent range is the fact that he's just not dominating. Yeah. He's just kind of okay. It's just a three, three and a half, four yard right. per carry. Yeah. But yeah, I'm willing to play him. I'm willing to play Gibbs, Montgomery. Those are the only running backs I'm throwing out there. Cortland Sutton. All he does is get touchdowns. Yeah. It's just it's un real he has one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten touchdowns in 14 weeks he's not had more than a touchdown a game so there's only had three weeks because he had a bye that he hasn't scored a touchdown yeah just 
All he does is get he's, buckets. He's getting you six points. He gets buckets. No matter how you look at it, six is his yes. floor. Cortland Sutton <laughs> is the definition of getting buckets. That's yep. all he's doing. Um, and so uh, he is – I mean, he's still the wide receiver 21 in a full PPR. So he's not out there, like, putting up 20-point weeks, but he is – his floor is pretty fucking solid. It really is. Uh, it Jerry really Judy is. Uh, seems to be not doing so well. <laughs> I thought that he – oh, he's he had a touchdown call back he last game. He had a touchdown call back. Because I a thought – play call yeah. back too. Um, he's, he, he's been duty buns. Yeah, he's been pretty bad this year. <laughs> so, I would definitely not be wanting to play him. Amon Ross St. Brown, before last week, his floor was the most solid you could ever get. Um, and it's going to be week, back. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah so it's, I think I think there's going to be a rebound on that. Um, you know, Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I'm not looking to play. I, I I can't trust any of these other receivers because you don't know who's going to be the one that the yeah. golf decides to throw the touchdown to this week. I thought you know, Jameson Williams was starting to emerge, and then last week he the last two weeks he's only got uh, one target each game. Yeah, so so I'm definitely not trying to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he is a sell in dynasty, in my opinion. Get the fuck away from my team. <laughs> but nobody's probably going to buy him from you. Yeah, uh, Laporte is the only tight end in this game. I'm willing to play. Sure. So. All right, let's move out of there. We're not going to talk about the Falcons and Panthers because. That's sad, the, at least for the <laughs> Panthers' side. Um, let's uh, let's talk about this game. Tampa, uh, six and seven, w- w- division leaders right now. Mm-hmm. At the Packers, also six and seven, also division leaders? Mm-hmm. Question mark? I don't know about that. I know their division's <sighs> it's not as bad as the South at the bottom, but I, I think at the top – which actually the bottom kind of maybe because I think the Bears only won like three games. So yeah, it's, uh, so, but anyway, uh, Mayfield or Love, yeah, I'd be willing to play either one of them in this game, depending on what the roster makeup and who I got and all that good stuff. Rashad White, uh, yeah. Oh, Lions are the. Oh yeah, yeah. what am I thinking? Lions oh, and Vikings God. are way over them. I mean, Vikings are seven and six. Yeah, they're Packers way. Are six uh, and yeah, seven, I'm, but yeah, but the Lions are definitely way. I haven't even drank enough to be that stupid. I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't even know why I didn't think about the fuck. That just shows you right there. That just shows you, even with the Lions having nine fucking wins, you don't even think about that. Them you being, still doesn't when you talk about the North. You were like, oh yeah, there's a, six and seven is probably one of that division right now, right? <laughs> oh my well, god! Well, like in my mind, like I don't know what, like I haven't studied. I know players. I know teams. I don't know divisions yeah. and stuff. So I went. And, I, went I do know divisions. And there it is, I and I'm like, we literally just talked about. The as Lions. soon as it popped up, I was like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> Shook you know, my head just, through a brick wall right now. Yeah. yeah uh, no, anyway, uh, yeah, Rashad White. I'm playing him. If Aaron Jones is out there, I'm willing to play him. Right now, you only have two running backs listed. I mean, you got Patrick Taylor, but there's there's an outside shot that neither one Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon can't play. If Patrick Taylor's out there. I guess. I mean, we also got Kenyon Ken- Drake. <laughs> well, I mean, they they were running somebody out of the backfield. Oh, Jalen Reed. So, yeah. so if he's not out there too, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say, like, Jaden Reed was run yeah. out of the backfield, but he's questionable yeah. this week too. So Half of the Packers right now are questionable. So. Yeah. Which um, is typical of this time of year. I mean, it's yeah. there's a lot of times when you we get to this time of year and it's like, oh, who's going to be the guy, you know? so uh, Wide receivers, Mike Evans, absolutely. Yep. You couldn't make me not play him. Yeah, uh, big or a very small week last week, but yeah. I mean, outside of that, he's been absolute money. If, if I got Chris Godwin, season. I'm playing him because he's still getting the targets. He's just not doing a lot with them. I mean, he had 11 targets, only five catches last week. So, yeah, I mean, whatever he he's, but he was uh, he didn't practice today, yeah, so you need to monitor that. But uh, outside of that, I don't want to play anybody else. 
Uh, I don't know who the fuck to play on the Green Bay side because I don't know who's going to be out there. So, yeah, if Christian Watts is out there, yeah. Dobbs is out there, yeah. Reed's out there, yeah. If none of those, if, if one of those three is missing or more, then yeah, I'm willing to play Wicks. But here's the news Wicks also dealing yeah, with something. Wicks is also so, dealing with something. So, if he's not there and one or more of those other three I just mentioned aren't there, then I'm willing to play Heath. So, yeah. And it, if more than the top, say out of those four above Heath aren't there, say two of them are out. Then maybe I'm one. To, uh, there's no V in his name, by the way. It's just Tour with an oh, H. Oh, it's just Tour. Okay. Yeah, uh, but you, Samori, you had it. You almost had the first name. Um, I, 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 but if two of the the top four, the Watson, Dobbs, Reed, or Wicks are out, then I'm willing to play Toure. Toure, yeah. Toure, Toure. I, if if Reed is active, he's the only one that I would play with any confidence. 100%. Yeah. Dobbs, I would also play with confidence, not because of an upside play, but just he has a. He's got a pretty solid fucking Yeah, forward. he does have a pretty He's solid only forward. had one week where he really fucked you up, and that was uh, week five when he put 1.4. I mean, week two, he put up five in a full PPR. Yeah. But outside of that, he's been I eight or pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, 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 and I don't think Dobbs is on any injury report. So I feel certain Dobbs is going to be out there. So where's – why don't they got um... – you know, I, I might swing a shot at uh, Randall Cobb, even though he's not on this list. Well, he plays for the Jets. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, but, I, I would but play he him. also left <laughs> football, It's uh, pretty sure. He retired. He? Yeah, Because he just got a touchdown last week. Randall Cobb did? Yeah, I'm well, pretty who certain. Who wasn't that left football? I could be, I'm like, pretty sure Randall Cobb as all just get, bounced. As all get out. But, I mean, I swear he just got a touchdown. Because I was like, why is he still in the football? <laughs> he should have bounced by now. Who was that? <laughs> there was somebody that was dealing with something personal. And they just they had to leave. So they just they straight up left. And I, I feel like that was Randall Cobb. I'm, I'm going to check, but I like for some reason I could have dreamed it. You know, I'm I'm good at dreaming <laughs> stuff. And uh, well, on the tight end side, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be willing to play Kraft or Otten. Yeah, last week he had, he had one reception for 15 yards and a touchdown. Okay, and yes, so, he is on the Jets. So what? But I mean, him, I'm just so now dumb. I got to figure out who the fuck this wide receiver was. Yeah, who just left the game? Because uh, yeah, who just uh, because there was somebody who's not. They weren't like prominent. They weren't somebody's, but there was yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. at one point. They were I eight. They were okay in in football, and then they had oh, um, that's right. I'm sorry for the for Detroit. Um, Detroit. Uh, he played at Jacksonville last season, and then came back to Detroit. Oh, um, he could sing really good too. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. Junior. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I got you. There we go. <laughs> All right. That's a Randall Cobb type player. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, but anyway. yeah, you're right. Wrong team. Not gonna play. I'm not playing No Marvin wonder Jones they're not Jr. showing him on the freaking Green Bay's lineup here. <laughs> but, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, that was a weird. Um, yeah, I took us down a path. That's fine. I take us down it's, many paths, many times. I, I just the reason it was weird is because I knew he got a touchdown this last week, and for some reason I, I was still thinking Green Bay because that's where he was last year, and I know he came to the Jets with Rodgers this year, and it, it just didn't register that far in, in advance. So, oh, uh, let's roll into a Sunday game. You got the Texans at seven to six playing at the Titans five and eight. Uh, you got Stroud, Will Levis. Stroud may not play, so you want to monitor that. If Stroud's out there, yes, absolutely. Money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, Will Levis, uh, yeah, he's been do do since yeah. his like initial, but uh, he was okay last week. He's, he's he was doo doo for like three yeah, and a half quarters. most of the game. Yeah, it's like he's one of those that's 
I he's a he's a decent football quarterback, but he's not a very great fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Especially when you got Derrick Henry out there that can yeah. run the ball in pretty easily. Or I'd be willing to play Henry or Spears in this game. Also, Singletary, not looking to play Pierce. Yeah. No. Um, neither are yeah. Houston. So. Uh, if Nico's out there, absolutely. Uh, if he's not out there, Noah Brown. I really don't want to mess with uh, Robert Woods if I don't have to. D-Hop showed up to the party at the end of the game when they made the comeback. But, you, yeah, if, he, if you got him, you're playing him. Um, I would be playing whoever the starting tight end is. Uh, barring that Stroud is the starter for Houston. But outside of that, I'm not looking to play any tight ends. So that's basically it with this game. Um, so let's uh, move up to oh, – excuse me. Let's hit a hot one here. I think this one's going to be a close to a 49, maybe 50-point over-under game. But you got the Dallas Cowboys 10-3 and at the Bills, 7-6. and um, Dak has been balling, uh, here of late and, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to keep riding Um, uh, but I, there's a league I will say that I've got Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. I've been riding Dak Prescott like a horse in the Derby these <laughs> last few weeks, but I'm probably going to play Purdy this week over Prescott because I do worry about that Bill's defense and that I, I haven't made this decision final yet. I have, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, they've both been doing really good, so I don't know what to do. So if you had to play Prescott or – and I'm not playing you in this league either. Okay. Because you're already playing against Purdy in one of the leagues that I got him. I'm playing against Purdy. Like, I think this week every match I'm playing against somebody who has Purdy. Almost, yeah. every, almost every match. So would you play Dak or Purdy this week? Purdy's playing uh, uh, Arizona? Never mind. Uh, that's that 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 settled it. Playing Arizona, yeah, I don't. I'm playing Purdy. <laughs> the the, the only, only thing that scares me is that the 49ers get ahead so fast McCaffrey that McCaffrey just runs the ball <laughs> yeah, the whole game. Yeah, yeah, damn it. Um, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be the only hiccup. I mean, son of a. I mean, like I like I like Dak this game. I think um, I do. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that this is gonna be. So he's had one, two, three interceptions or six three in the one game I, I i think he has an interception maybe two this game against okay the bills so um, purdy it is thank you i, I just yeah i don't <laughs> think purdy's gonna throw any interceptions he's just gonna walk all over and it could be like the other week where it was still a i just need him, game, look, but, it's fine if they get a bunch of points early i just want purdy to be involved in a majority of those points. the start of the points yes. anyways yeah let him three four 60 yard bombs downfield yeah. to iuke and then a passing touchdown to debo yeah and, or three or passing to touchdowns to mccaffrey because i also have mccaffrey yeah <laughs> i tell you debo's kind of hurt mccaffrey these last couple of weeks because debo has been he like, has he has been he's been the cheat code fire this last few weeks so yeah, yeah. um I skipped over that game because of who they're playing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Prescott, uh, I'm willing, yeah, yeah. either, either you quarterback, play Prescott, yes. You can play Allen, yeah. Um, Pollard, yes. James Cook, yes. Let's talk about this real quick, though. Rico Dowdle, the last week, he had 12 carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. Um, do you think it was just a product of the game that they were currently in uh, or – you know, here's the other thing. Every time he's got over, well, not every time. Two of the three times he's got over 25 percent of the snap share, he has been, uh, he's scored double digit fancy points. That's so. Do you? Well, 
I tell you, both of these teams are teams that both utilize their second back. Because Latavius yeah. Murray is another one that, while you're not going to put him in there expecting to get a lot of points, more times than not, he doesn't goose you. He gets you five points, four points, seven yeah. points, ten points, twelve points. He got you seventeen points one game. I mean, yes. it's and they both utilize that that backup back a lot more than most other teams do, as far as being relevant to the game. You know, right? And but I mean, I like where they're moving Dowdle. I like where they're moving with Dowdle. Um, I've I've never been like a, a huge like huge sold on Pollard, but in order for Pollard to be good, Dowdle's got to be there. You know what right. I mean? Like that's it, he's got to have that that yeah. second piece. So since Dowdle's really stepped up the last few games, Pollard's also stepped up yeah. the last few games. So well, I mean, they've been kind of some plus matchups, but yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. Dowdle hasn't really been fel- fans. Fantasy relevant. Fantasy relevant. There it is. Um, much of the season uh, till the last week. So I don't know if that's. If, if two weeks in a row, if Dowdle goes out there and he's he's that involved, then I then to me I'm like okay they're they're shifting how they're doing this. Yeah, but it, it could have just been last week. But uh, just yeah, script game script but, or whatever. As it sits for me right now, Pollard and Cook are the only two I'm willing to play in, with in deeper of, yeah. leagues. Maybe Dowdle, maybe I throw him with Murray in and hope for something. Uh, CD absolutely. Brandon Cooks, yes. yes. Those are the only two wide receivers on that side that I'm playing with any kind of confidence. Uh, Diggs has been. Do do of the last I don't know I mean two before the buy he was he was wide receiver fifteen but before that he was wide receiver fifty four wide receiver fifty three and then last week he was wide receiver fifty two so three of the last four weeks that he played because they had to buy week thirteen he has shat the pants but I mean it's what's weird I mean the only person that stepped up one of those three weeks which is I think the same week that Diggs had a good week was Gabe Davis. I don't, I don't So Gabe Davis that. scored zero last week, so yeah. that would have been the week that he only put up six. Uh the bye week was out. The week that yeah, they both had a good week, week twelve. And that's and then the zero and then Gabe had a good game week because it's been every other fucking game for So the, week eleven Shakir had a big week. Yeah. I mean he had three for one Kincaid also touchdown. has been okay. So Yeah, yeah. That, I guess it's gotta be playing on the more passing going to James Cook. I mean, Here's what I'm hoping for if you got digs. Um, you're hoping that he has just bitched and bitched and bitched like he's prone to do. And it's time and, to, and it's time for Josh Allen to go out there and shut the his face. It's time to pay the piper. Yeah, Give yeah, him 10 targets. Yeah, to and, get him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Because we all know Diggs is a great wide receiver. Oh, yeah. A great football player, but he's also a baby back bitch. I mean, but he's getting his targets. I mean, he's at 8, 11, 11. He had 11 targets on his bye week. <laughs> yeah, he but, gets I mean, the volume. He's, he's getting his targets. Yeah. He just he isn't coming down with them. So, yeah. I, I, in this matchup, it's, it's going to be you. tough. I'm they're you know yeah they're going to Deron be, Bland's yeah. going to be out there and, and and they're going to really focus on shutting him down. You also got they'll um, probably pull Parsons back too. I mean no, they've got um played for the Patriots, played for the Panthers, Stephon Gilmore. Yes, yeah, Stephon yeah. Gilmore, who's actually been really good. He's, yeah, he's been yeah. So the, the, they got a pretty solid secondary. Parsons is just going to be chasing Josh Allen all over the place, <laughs> or at least spying him. But I'm not willing to play any other guys. Uh, you know, Shakir last week, um, I said, you know, he, he hasn't been dominating or anything, but I said when Dawson Knox comes back, Shakir is going to basically disappear, and that's exactly what happened. It also hurt Kincaid last week. Good. I mean, he still had the targets, though. He had eight. It just, you know, they weren't the, the uh, same type. He was getting tight in. 
Um, well, he was get, he wasn't getting the same depth of target, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Dawson Knox came back. Um, he still only had three targets, but he cut all three of them. So, I, I mean, Kincaid and Ferguson, the only two tight ends I'm willing to play. I'm not I'm not playing Knox, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. So, all right, we're going to roll to the Sunday night game. It is the Baltimore Ravens ten and three at the Jacksonville Jaguars eight and five. Yet Lamar playing against Trevor. Uh, you know, you talked about you're willing to play Trevor this week. I am not. If I got anywhere else to pivot, because Baltimore is hella tough on quarterbacks, and I just I don't want to play him. If I've got, I'd play Stafford over him. I mean, Stafford did play have a good game against Baltimore, yeah. so it's not it's feasible that it can happen. But I, I, if I've got anybody of any kind of substance on the team, I'd be willing to pivot to them. I mean, I'm not going to any of these other scrubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, like I said, I'd play uh, Purdy um, over him. I would play Stafford over him, those type players. But otherwise, I'm throwing him out there. Lamar, yeah, he's there. there there's no bigger upside quarterback in the foot, maybe besides Jalen Hurts Yeah, out there. Uh, Keaton Mitchell's is – He's the only running back I'm willing to throw out there for for uh, Baltimore right now. I feel like he is just slowly, slowly stealing this job. His snap percentages haven't changed drastically. Um, for what little bit that they give the running backs, Keaton Mitchell does the most with the few he yes. gets. So yeah, I mean, he's the only one that he he's he can do more with less. What was it you said uh, last week? He he doesn't need a lot to do a lot. Yeah, this is basically, I think what he you can said. do a lot with a little. Yeah, no, no. You said he you, he doesn't need a lot to, to, do, a, to, do, to do a, a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah, which is the same thing. But but uh, anyway, I like him. Etienne, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to play him. Nobody else. Uh, yeah. at, at all. Uh, Flowers, yeah, <laughs> I didn't play him last week, and almost and and, and uh, had it not been for Jalen Hurts doo doo in his pants, it would it would have killed me because it would have been the reason I didn't win. Instead, Jalen Hurts was the reason I didn't win. <laughs> uh, Odell Beckham, yeah, he's, those are the only two receivers on this team I'm willing to play. Uh, Ridley, Zay Jones, uh, if if Zay Jones is out, I'm willing to play Parker Washington. But last week he only had three targets, two receptions, but he did catch a touchdown. He's a, he's a risk play. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't want to play him. I would play Beckham over him. I would play Zay Jones obviously over him. But if Zay's out, then yeah, I'll, be, I'll throw Parker Washington yeah. out there. Isaiah Likely, Evan Ingram, yeah, Evan Ingram is smash. I I would play Evan Ingram in flexes. Uh, over, yeah. Yes, over uh, all A these receivers you just said. Uh, you know what? I'd play him over Ridley. I'd play him over Zay, Zay Jones. Jones I play him over Parker Washington. Washington. I play him over Odell. I may not play. It's, it may flowers be, would be flowers the would one. be the one that would yeah. be. Yeah, I would play him over Keaton Mitchell. Yep. Uh, Gus Edwards. Yep. Yes. So yeah, Evan Ingram is high on my list because he just he gets the opportunity. So since since Kirk's been out too, I mean he's just money. I mean they're using him everywhere. He's having he's, a great season. He is he is and he finishing got, it out yeah. strong right yes. now. I mean for no touchdowns for again eleven could, weeks. Evan Ingram could be somebody who carries weeks. you to a fucking title. I'm hoping so. I have him same so many places. Same. So yeah, <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, I'm sorry. The the Eagles ten and three at the Seahawks six and seven Monday Night Football Jalen Hurts um, I'm looking for a bounce back week from him so yeah he's in the lineup Geno right now we don't know if he's going to play if he's out there I'm going to need full practices yeah I, if he if he ends the week limited I'm looking to pivot 
He's not uh, even supposed to return to practice till Thursday. So yeah, so I, I'm going to need a good Thursday and a good Friday and, and a good sat- Saturday practice report. Especially considering Drew Locke went out there and managed the game. I mean, not he didn't look like superbly great, but he did. Right. What a lesser Geno could do, you know. Like I mean, a, Philadelphia is a prime matchup, but I'm not willing to play Drew Locke in that prime matchup. Um, but I'm willing to play Gino, but I need Gino, I need to know Gino is is ready to go. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to play a Seattle running back. I'm going to tell you straight up and honest. If you got Kenneth Walker, you, uh, where you drafted him, I don't know if you have better options. So yeah, you're putting him out there. You have to play him. But, man, you're going to be fucking – don't watch the game. <laughs> yeah, Whoever exactly. you play, don't watch that game. Just – just play them and then go to sleep. Go to bed early on Monday. If you're if you end up coming out of the weekend and Monday night is your night and you got Kenneth Walker and Kenneth Walker say you're down by ten and you need Kenneth Walker to get you eleven points to win your 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 playoff match. Yeah, go to bed. Early. Go to bed. Yeah, go to bed. Go early. to fucking bed, and and you'll wake up and he'll have eleven point one points. And you'll be super pumped. Or he'll have 10.9 like last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll be super pumped. But the thing is, you didn't have to deal with the stress of watching him plod yeah. and fucking scrape and scratch for the, the entire game to get you to barely win. I mean, if he didn't have five targets, he had five targets, four receptions for 33 yards last week. Yeah. Charbonnet averaged 4.89 yards a carry. He had nine carries for 44 yards. Yeah. And Kenneth Walker, who we know is a he's a mean runner and has been, eight carries for twenty one yards. Yeah, he just, just hasn't looked good. He's just it's been it's been down. It's been yeah. rough. Uh, DeAndre Swift, hopefully he's getting back to form. Um, he has been dealing with some stuff. I don't think but, he played last week. Dude. Yeah, eleven carries for thirty nine yards. He averaged three and a half yards a carry. Had no targets. He was a wide or running back fifty two on the week, so he hasn't been good. Last but, two weeks, he might as well but, have not But here he has Seattle this week, Giants, and then Arizona. Yeah. So, if you have Swift, this he is what you've been out. waiting this for. This is what you're waiting for. You yeah. got here, and you want him to carry your team, and you need him to wake the fuck up. Because last week, Kenneth Gainwell <laughs> averaged uh, seven yards a carry. So, you're just hoping yeah. that everything's a fluke, and Swift's going to be fine, and uh, he gets back on track with some plus matchups. Uh, A.J. Brown, absolutely. I mean, what are we even talking about? Devonta Smith. Uh, Devonta Smith, yes, but here's the problem. When uh, Goddard comes back, Devonta Smith is, historically has dipped. So pull up Goddard real quick. Tell me the weeks that Goddard, Goddard. didn't play. Cause, cause, um, you know, All right, no Goddard. We had no Goddard week 11. All right, so week 11, he was wide uh Wide receiver 19, Devonta Smith, 15.9 points. Week 12. 24.6 points, wide receiver 4. Week 13. 24.6 points, wide receiver 10. He came back week 14 last week. 9.3, wide receiver 34. Yeah, but the targets were still there. Though. Yeah, the targets still there. The targets but still there. Goddard yeah. had 4 for 4 for 30 yards. Wasn't yeah. a great, great and, game And that was him, his but... first week off of it. So, yeah, I mean, if you got Devonta, you're playing him. I just think you need to temper expectations. There's no other wide receiver I want to talk about on the Philly side. DK Metcalf. Yes, please. Yeah. Wide receiver one, wide receiver 24 the last two weeks. Um, he's got three touchdowns, one touchdown. He's got four touchdowns combined the last two weeks. Um, they're playing against Philadelphia. That's is why DK is why I need Geno out there. 
because I know Geno's going to get him the ball against Philadelphia and their dumpster fire secondary. Yeah, Darius Slay is going to be on Metcalf. But as soon as Tyler Lockett scores two touchdowns, he's going to have to go cover Lockett. And now yep. DK is going to score two touchdowns. Yep. And so I, I, I'm willing to play either one of these wide receivers. I need it to happen. I need it. I need it. Um, I have them both in, in different places and some places at the same time. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to play Jackson Smith and Jigba if I don't have to. Uh, but in a double flex, maybe I'm willing to throw him out there it, only, only if Geno is playing. If it's uh, – you know, what's his face? True Lock. Yeah, that's his name. Then I'm not playing JSN. Noah Fant, no. Get the fuck out of Dodge. There's no tight end. I don't even know if Seattle knows what to do with a tight end. Uh, once in a while. But, once but yeah, I'm playing Dallas Goddard. We'll talk about him more in just a second. So there are some key games we want to talk about. And uh, from there, we're going to roll into Daniel's Don'ts. Okay, so last week I was like uh, my concerns, and this week's it's my don'ts, but it's really avoids if possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because still concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still don't. like like if I got better options or if I got like like options that are close to it, then yeah, I'm gonna roll that way. Yeah. Um, my first one is Tua versus the Jets. Tua was doo doo brown. He hasn't been great. Um, this last week and 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 in previous weeks he has not been dominant. Uh, there's Tyreek may not play. And if Tyreek does play, I don't know if it's going to be the full Tyreek. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Tyreek makes that offense go. So I will say this, if Tyreek doesn't play, there's no chance in hell I'm playing Tua. zero chance. I'm playing Tua If I've got anything remotely, like I would probably, I would be considering playing Browning over Tua if there's no Tyreek this week versus yeah. the Jets. Uh, that's, that's how far I'd be willing to dip. Otherwise, like I'm playing Howell over Tua in a league. This week, I, even I, I if Tyreek's there yeah, I can see that. against the Jets. So, again, I'm just saying, avoid if possible. My next one is, uh, look, brace yourself, Patrick Mahomes at the Patriots. Who? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has not been, fantasy-wise, the Patrick Mahomes that we have all known and loved. He yep. used, he was, didn't care who, he was, said it and forget it, didn't care whose matchup was, none of that stuff. But he has killed Fantasy teams. You sit here and you see guys like, uh, I don't know, Tommy DeVito dominating on your bench while you're looking at the shitty score Mahomes is throwing up there. DeVito's dropping 22 on your bench while you got old Mahomes up there dropping 14 in your starting lineup. <laughs> uh, the, the Patriots are terrible. Their offense is terrible. Kansas City's defense is great. The, they're not, Kansas City's not going to have to do a lot. Yeah. They're going to run, 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 <clears throat> dump, dump, dump. It's it, it's going to be a game. It's going to be like 23 to 10. And, uh, and, and, and Mahomes is going to score like 13 and a half points. And it's not going to be because he's throwing picks and fumbles and all that stuff. It's just going to be because he didn't have to fucking do anything. Yeah. And it's going to suck. And... So if you can move, I'm again, I would play Howell over Mahomes. Um, I'm considering – in a league, I'm considering if Geno is healthy, playing Geno over Mahomes. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> now, again, yeah. I need Geno to be full practicing yeah, to yeah, even yeah. make that a possibility. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying there if you got options. And then the Bears running backs at the Browns. Look, somebody may be good out of that backfield. Donta Foreman seems to be the guy that's leading, but it is a three-headed monster. Yes. And – 
I don't know which one of those heads are going to get the carries. And, and it could be a hot hand situation. If if you came to me and you put a gun to my head and I had to pick one, it's Dante Foreman. That's who I'm playing. But if I can go anywhere else, if I can go to Ty Chandler, uh, if I can go to Chase Brown even with uh, Joe Mixon playing, I'm willing to play those guys a hundred percent. Now, not not if Alexander Madison's playing. I'm not playing Chandler. Yeah, yeah. But I will play Madison over the, over Dante. Yeah, Foreman and I told you earlier not to play Madison. Roshan Johnson or any yeah, of those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, any yeah. of them. So yeah, so my my uh, don'ts or avoid if possible plays are Tua versus the Jets, Mahomes at the Patriots, and any Bears running backs at the Browns. Hmm. Makes sense. All right, and from there we're gonna hit on some Baker's power bottoms all right so the first um first one on my list here i got a running back and this hinges uh pretty drastically on injury and the upcoming news and all that good stuff but uh zamir white against the chargers if josh jacobs doesn't play is a huge smash to me i I think it's going to be the best baker's bottom of the year and i've had some pretty big ones this year i think he's gonna get most of the work no matter who the quarterback okay is. so let me let me ask you so this is strictly contingent that josh jacobs, or josh jacobs not playing okay. yeah because i mean todd todd johnson's own, or todd chandler is owned places yeah yeah a lot of places because yeah, yeah. we've already had a situation where he's shown up and done. nobody owns the mere white nobody and he's going to be a White doesn't everywhere. have Samir White on his fantasy exactly. team. Exactly. But I think this week if, if – Samir White a, had to go to the search bar and type in his own name to, to find, find out where, him, he's at. where he's at. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just think that, like, if, if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, Samir White's going to have a smash game. You and think so? Smash. I, I really think it's going to be a smash. I, like, I mean, it's against Chargers. Like so. 14, 15, because even if, even if Jimmy G comes back, I don't know what Jimmy G we're going to get. And I think it's going to be the same Jimmy G we've always got. Super handsome I mean, and mediocre quarterback. And that's yeah. <laughs> you, they need a running back in order for Jimmy G to, to make anything happen. And you know we want something to happen. And I, I just think that he's going to have a big game if Josh Jacobs doesn't play. Um, next uh, wide receiver Demarcus Robinson for the Rams, especially yeah, if Tutu Atwell doesn't a, play. That's a solid play. Um, this guy's not owned anywhere. If Tutu Atwell is not out there, Demarcus Robinson could be a smash, sneaky play. This is, and he's getting but nothing. Even if but, Tutu's out there, Demarcus Robinson has been low key okay. Like he gets all the reds, or not all, but he he's also, been I getting saw low red key zone. okay at Bonnaroo in 08. <laughs> he's been getting these red zone targets. I mean, he had a touchdown. They called it back on penalty, and then he got the touchdown again right after yeah. that. So, and then the week before that, he got a touchdown. So, I mean, yeah. this is this is a guy that for a Baker's bottom, nobody owns him. Everybody's nobody's looking at him. You can go grab him, yeah. throw him out there. And stash him. He He's can get 100% you on your waivers. Eight, eight, nine points this week. I mean, yeah. potentially. Um, and then my my tight end uh, Baker's bottom of this week is since I guarantee you nobody owns him. Nobody's looking at him. But Dawson Knox. Uh, he's people own Dawson Knox, but I mean it's five point five percent ESPN and it's really eight percent in sleeper. Huh. So in, people dumped in his ass when he got hurt. Exactly, and and, re- and I'm talking yeah, redraft now, true, not true. not necessarily dynasty. I mean, I, I held on to him in dynasty when he went on the IR, but I mean, you know, a lot you can't really a lot of people aren't going to do that right. in redraft. I just think he's he's one of those guys that he he knows the offense already, and even though Kincaid took a big step up, Knox is kind of. He, he's almost like a security blanket for Josh Allen, especially when we start getting to these first downs, like yeah. the third downs and 
You know, the, the, even when they get out there on fourth and shorts and shit like that, you know, Dawson Knox seems to be that guy that he trusts to throw the ball to. And three for three for 36 on his first week back is more than I thought he was going to be involved. And he, I think it's it just going to get bigger from there. And this could be a very good week for them, especially playing against Dallas. When they're playing against such a tough defense, they're going to be taking out all their main targets. So the people that they're not necessarily covering up are going to be your Dawson Knox, your um, – Khalif Shakir or whatever, you know, yeah. the, the lower the lower guys are not going to be like watching them as much. So I think I they could have a big game this week. Well, run them through me. Run them through me. Don't run them through me. Run <laughs> them by me one more time. Zamir White versus the Chargers. If if Josh Jacobs yes. does not play, Demarcus Robinson. No matter what, if you need a guy, he could probably fill a flex yeah. for you. And Dawson Knox is tight end. I mean, we know it's a wasteland out there, but I mean, I think he's going to have a big week this week. All right, love it. Okay, from there, we're going to roll into our smashes of the week. I'm going to go preemptive cheering because because I think we're going to really kill it this week. kill it this week. All right, my quarterback smash of the week is Matthew Stafford versus the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders are doo-doo brown against yes. the pass. That is my professional fantasy analysis. That's nice. The emphasis on the anal. Yes. List. Analyst, <laughs> uh, but uh, but Stafford is is on. He is a streaky quarterback, and when he's hot, this motherfucker is molten, and he is molten right now. He is just slicing and dicing. He's feeling it. This team is fighting for playoffs. He's got his running back out there that is taking the heat off of the passing game in Kyron Williams. Mm-hmm. So I believe Stafford's going to go out there and just light up Washington, and uh, and and, and uh, make it look nice. Makes sense. Who Definitely is your quarterback sense. smash of the week? I'm smashing Lamar Jackson this week against Jacksonville. I've been on a pretty pretty high streak for quarterbacks against Jacksonville the yeah. last five or six weeks. And it's just they just do I mean, like I brought up when, when we I said about the streamer and grabbing Jake Browning and then he went out against Jacksonville and put up twenty seven points. Yep. I mean, and then last week, um, uh, Joe Flacco played against Jacksonville and put up 27 points. Lamar Jackson does nothing but put 27 points up, so I think now he's going to go 40. You know, like it's going to be it, – it, hey, like, like we talked about last what week, we're at. it seems like that offense – him and that offense are starting to click a little bit better. Yeah. So, And it, it's Jacksonville. They're just letting these, these – you're getting a quarterback one out of them almost every week of this season when they're playing against Jacksonville. Nice. And when it's Lamar, it's going to be a QB1, so – Big uh, week. Well, who's your running back smash? Uh, my running back smash this week is um, uh, against Carolina, Bijan Robinson. <laughs> and I kind of followed your key. Uh, if it's going against Carolina, you got to go with the running back. And Bijan, I think, is going to have a big game. I almost took Bijan because I look that's it's, been my staple just, all year. I, play running, but I was like, I'm going to get a little bit different. I didn't, I didn't pick Dak as my quarterback, yeah, and, and I didn't pick a, whoever's playing against Carolina. I went with who's going against Carolina. This <laughs> that's week. a good play. I, I think Bijan's going to smash this I week. Too. I'm playing too. against him a few places, so I hope he does it low key. But at the same time, it's like. Get your points, man. Yeah. I I take my losses, but I, I hate to root for people I'm playing against. But I have to. You're in so many leagues, you kind of got to root for everybody. So Yes. But I think Bijan's going to have a big week this week. All right. Well, my running back smash is Jerome Ford versus Chicago. Nice. Uh, Cleveland, their offense is starting to click a little bit. I think that Joe Flacco opens it up more. Um, I think that, uh, you know, as he's getting more involved in this, they're becoming a more dangerous team. And Zach Taylor, the, not Zach Taylor, he's the coach of Cincinnati. <laughs> 
Oh my God! Okay, the the the, the handsome coach of the Browns, uh, w- uh, whatever his stupid face is. Look up. Can you just Google the Browns coach? Because I'm gonna. It's it's uh it starts with a G. I, th- I don't know. I'm just ram my head through a wall. Anyway, I think that they are starting to click, and he in and, and uh, that that offense is starting to actually gain some momentum. And I think Jerome Ford is going to go out there this week and dominate against Chicago, and you're going to have a game winning. A league-winning type performance out of him this week. Kevin Stefanski? Yeah, that was not close with a G, but Stefanski is right. I was reading it, and I was like, I don't see a G in there at all. Yeah. Yeah, so Kevin it, Lawrence Stefanski. Oh well, well, all right, Lawrence Stefanski. He, he's uh, he's also he calls their plays. Uh, and so is the reason that you know he's essentially their offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just think that everything is starting to groove. There's, it's like what's going on with the Rams and a few of these other teams when these offenses start clicking you get a rhythm it goes from game to game you start figuring out tendencies of what your guys can and can't do um he's dealt with a lot he's dealt with multiple quarterbacks as a play caller he's dealt with multiple running backs as a play caller um and i think that he's getting some cohesiveness with this offense yeah they're playing against a plus matchup with chicago and i think jerome ford is going to be the beneficiary of that because he is a pretty talented dude. And uh, so there it is. Jerome Ford is my running back smash of the week. My wide receiver smash of the week is Brandon Ayuk at Arizona. I'm pretty sure I picked him last week, but I'm picking him again this week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is a solid wide receiver this year. He is, uh, you know, he just gets downfield. He is the big play guy. The the twenty plus yard guy for the most part for San Francisco. Oh yeah. Um, and they get that play action working. They get Debo doing some underneath stuff. They get Kittle doing some underneath stuff. They get that run again going, and it opens up that that twenty to twenty five yard passes down the field to uh, Brandon Ayuk. And Arizona is just doo doo. And so um, I expect Ayuk to have a big week. He's been I won't say silent last few weeks, but he has been, he's taken a back seat to Debo. And I think that uh, this will be a week where Purdy's like, I got to get my dude some some passes. So last you week know? was the first week he didn't get a touchdown in the last five weeks. Exactly. But he got 126 yards and six right. receptions. So yeah. he still had a big week. No, he still yeah. He just didn't get a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, but he but he still has these last two weeks. He's had good weeks, but he ain't had Debo weeks. No, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody's had Debo weeks the last few weeks <laughs> except Debo. Yeah. And so I expect this week to be a big smash week for Brandon Ayuk. Who is your wide receiver smash of the week? Uh, this week, I am smashing on Jamar Chase. Um, coming off of a, a really down, shitty week that then followed a really high 1,200 targets for like 10 yards and a touchdown the week before. Yeah. I just think that last week, they kind of had to move things around. Defense had them covered up, but... It's it's a it's a plus matchup against Minnesota. Yeah, and it's I will Jamar say Minnesota's Chase. defense has been fairly, they've been tougher than it, what you expect. But it, it's plus, Jamar Chase. Plus, you got Higgins out there opening things up some too. And I mean, it's just Browning's figuring everything out. I, Mixon is getting involved a lot heavier in the past game the last few weeks. I just I like the matchup. I think Jamar Chase makes his nut this week. I, I love it. Week. I love it. And All right. Then, um, Who's your tight end smash? Smashing on TJ Hawkinson this week. Of course you are. Other side of the ball. Of course you I didn't pick TJ Hawkinson because Man. I knew you was going to pick TJ Hawkinson. Dude had one target in the game the entire time Josh Dobbs was out there. And the second that they brought Nick Mullins in, he had four targets in six snaps. So it's like, please – 
Nick Mullins is starting, TJ Hawkinson is going to get the ball. So much where our heads are going to spin. Yeah. All of our heads are going to spin. And Cincinnati don't know how to protect against tight end very well. So, And Hawkinson's not your average tight end anyway. So, Hell yeah. Not your average tight end. That was he is not, my name. And, uh, <laughs> not, your, not your average tight end was the title of my very, very first sex tape. Your very first Yeah, one? because after that, it was not. <laughs> ah, never mind. Yep. I, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I should have said yours instead of made fun of myself. That's fine. We know uh, where it was going yeah. anyways. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of tight ends, my tight end smash of the week is Dallas Goddard at Seattle. I think last week was his first week coming back from the injury. But if you look at what was going on before, when their offense was clicking a bit, they were they weren't. I won't, I'm not going to say they were focusing on the tight end, mm-hmm. but they were utilizing Dallas Goddard to open up. You know, it, you get that underneath middle intermediate passing game going. You get the run game going, it opens up stuff downfield. And uh, I think they've been missing that a bit since Dallas has been out. Uh, if you look at the, the numbers, they haven't really even fucked with the tight ends yeah. since Dallas Goddard's been Not gone. at all, yeah, exactly. And so I think they're itching to get him back involved and try to open up things. Their their offense has been stammering a bit uh, these last few weeks. And uh, Dallas Goddard, I think, is kind of – I'm not going to say he's the total key to this offense because I think this offense is really centered around A.J. Brown. But I, but I think in order to, to consistently get the ball to A.J. Brown and down the field to uh, the Slim Reaper, Devonta Smith, I think you have to be able to keep the defense honest in the in the short to intermediate zones, and Dallas Goddard is a big part of that. Yeah. So I think they're going to focus on getting him more involved this week, and Seattle is the perfect opponent to do that. The only thing that could stifle this is that Seattle runs Drew Locke out there and they, they suck so bad that they don't really need to do that. Yeah, they don't have to throw the ball very <laughs> They can much just or... get an early big lead and move on. Yeah. But either way, Dallas Goddard at Seattle is my smash of the week. And, uh, you know, just so, look, we say all these things to tell you why we pick these so you know that we don't just randomly reach into a bag and grab players. We have reasons behind what we do sometimes. The reasons are dumb, and sometimes the reasons are right, but that's what makes us just average. Just And average. so if anything we say or do helps you get to that average place in your league or helped you since most of the regular seasons are over, then we did our job. Exactly. Because check this out. If you guys out there, and maybe a lady or two, finished average, then you didn't finish last. Nope. And uh, and so hope y'all are having a good one out there, and I do hope that, that – uh, the, the 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 five to twelve of you, depending on the week that listen to us, I do hope mo- majority of you guys or all of you guys actually made it to the playoffs. <laughs> I feel like so, most of y'all are in leagues with me, so uh, yeah, yeah. As long as I, we ain't playing me, I hope you succeed. Do what best. you do. Yeah. So y'all be good out there, and we'll talk to the DFS. Anybody cares about that tomorrow? Later. Holla.